Another one from the late 80s there. The Bee Gees and You Win Again. You're listening to Girls Around Town on 107.8 FM with me, June Rollins. And at the end of the phone, the second guest of today, I'm hoping that we're going to hear from Graham Keel in just a moment. Hello, Graham. June. Hello, uh, everybody. Hi. Good morning. Thank good morning. you, Graham, for giving us a call. Now, um, before we get to the nitty gritty and talk about the main reason why you're at the other end of the phone this morning, just yeah. remind people because um, you you came on the show. You actually came into the studio. It's quite some time ago, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, but just remind people. It briefly, what it is you do, why we should know your name here in Newark. <laughs> well, uh, I don't know if that many people would know it really in Newark <laughs> because uh, I used to uh, write for uh, national newspapers and also local newspapers all over the country, but uh, but not in Newark. Not for want of trying. I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, though uh, I have, funnily enough, uh, when I was um, in my late 60s, uh, I did end up working on the Newark Advertiser. I remember, yes, For yes. A, a brief time just because uh, I was filling in when they were short of staff. But I- I've been a journalist now for 47 years, and uh, for about 35 of those years, I was a showbiz journalist. Mm. And uh, uh, I was on the show, your show, because uh, I do I give talks about that. Indeed. And, uh, uh, just funny anecdotes, really, from some of the celebrity encounters I had over all those years. And, and some weirdly, very big names. Uh, well, yeah, I, one of my talks is called Oprah Winfrey Touched My Elbow, but uh, <laughs> it mentions lots of other stars, Eric Morecambe and David Attenborough and uh, Liz Hurley and uh, lots lots more, Keith Floyd, lots of characters that uh, that I came across and uh, all the ones that uh, where something amusing happened, I sort of knitted them together for um, two talks. There's that one and there's another one called Terry Wogan's Hair Weave and Other Stories. <laughs> And uh, that features um, Moron Morecambe and Wise and Pat Phoenix and lots of others. And then I've got my latest talk, Fifty Shades of Graham, which is more about the battle of the sexes in the light of a certain notorious uh, series of best-selling novels. Yes, yes. I remember we talked... Uh, I, I don't know whether we talked about it on air, but we, you and I have certainly talked about it anyway. Yeah. Well, f- funnily enough, uh, and this is a weird coincidence, but the, the first time I ever mentioned that talk was also, coincidentally, what led me to the Shannon Trust, <laughs> rather bizarrely. But I was giving uh, giving my Oprah talk in uh, Lincoln at the um, uh, Lincoln Ladies Luncheon Club mm-hmm. at the uh, the Lincoln Hotel, uh, just near the cathedral there. Yes, On yes. Eastgate in Lincoln. And uh, I happened to be sitting next to uh, a retired lady prison governor. And, right. Uh, I was sort of thinking about, uh, I was coming up to a time when you think about retiring or semi-retired, never completely retired, but I was going to take a step back from full-time work. And uh, she said, what, what are you going to do? And I said, well, I, I, and I didn't know at this point she was a prison governor. Uh, I said, I'm, I'm not really very practical. I don't, there aren't many things I can do, but I, I thought I could maybe help with literacy. And I, I'd read about prisons being... Um, uh, prison inmates mm, being very mm. uh, having very poor literacy, and sure. uh, that uh, lots lots of people in prison couldn't read. And I said, I thought I'd, I'd look into that, see if I could help with that. And she she really urged. She was quite passionate about urging me to pursue that, and uh, and so I sort of uh, looked into it more and discovered online, discovered more about the Shannon Trust, or discovered the existence of the Shannon Trust. Yes. And I thought, well, this is the way to go and initially i just signed up for uh, as an interested person you can just have a newsletter sure, sent yeah. your email mm-hmm. uh, every month and i did that for a while and looked at, on the website and learned more about them and i ended up 
becoming a volunteer. So, so how long have you been officially a volunteer for then, Graham? Well, I, I'm kind of, I, I've got, I've got slight imposter syndrome because <laughs> uh, uh, I've been a volunteer since September uh, 2019. But uh, it takes a while to get trained. Of course, uh, I had. Um, I had to attend uh, a couple of training days in London, uh, one in December, one in January uh, 2020. And then uh, I had to go into prisons. Well, it t- takes a while to get your security clearance for a start. Course, so you wait yes. for that. And then once all those uh, bureaucratic hurdles are cleared, then you can start going into prisons to, to learn at first hand. So I went to uh, uh, um, a uh, prison uh, near Oakham uh, called... Uh, um, Stocken, HMP Stocken. Right. And uh, attended a, a, a meeting of uh, Shannon Trust mentors. These are prisoners who teach the, uh, the prisoners with yes. reading difficulties mm. are taught mm. by their fellow prisoners. We, we just train the mentors. Yes. So this was a routine meeting uh, of mentors and their Shannon Trust volunteer uh, just to see how they were getting on and get feedback on, on how the prison, uh, how, how learning in the prison was going. Uh, and I learned a lot there and uh, met lots of prisoners. Uh, really interesting uh, experience because I've never really met any uh, <laughs> prisoners, let alone uh, uh, currently serving in, in sure. prison at the time. Mm-hmm. And th- some of these were serving very long sentences, so they were obviously in for quite serious offences. Not that you ever ask about that no, or go no. into that. It's none of your business and none of your concern. But uh, very interesting cross-section of people. You'd never have guessed. You know, they're all in civilian clothing. clothing. If you'd have met them... In a, in a, I don't know, a public square somewhere, you never would have guessed that they were prisoners. But uh, very interesting experience. And then uh, I went to um, HMP Watton near Bingley, uh, sorry, Bingham, which is a oh, yes, uh, sex yes. offenders mm, prison. I know that one, yeah. And uh, that was to attend an actual session of mentor training to see a, a more experienced volunteer training prisoners. And uh, uh, so I just about got fully prepared and ready to start doing my uh stint at training and had one meeting uh as a sort of introduction to the staff at uh prison uh hmp lincoln which is my designated prison mm, mm. and uh and then covid came so i've never been into a prison <laughs> since and uh uh my involvement really um has been just uh online training uh fre- refreshing that and sure. also We've had lots of online meetings with other volunteers, which is useful because you hear about their experiences. Some of them have been doing it for many years, so they really know it inside out, and uh, that's been quite valuable. And then I wrote this article. I I thought, well, the one thing I could do is help publicise the trust because it's not very well known. And uh, and I wrote an article which uh, Ian happened uh, to help Ian Merrill, who you spoke to yes. earlier, mm. he uh, he knew that uh, uh, shelter, not shelter, the um, uh, big, big issue, issue yes, is yes. having a, a prisons issue, and uh, he he um, suggested uh, trying to place the article with them, and they, they snapped it up, and uh, so we got some national publicity, so at least I felt I was doing something useful to Indeed, help spread yes. the word about yeah, the charity's yeah. work. And and in fact, that was, that was how I... Um, first heard about it because i saw there was a post on your facebook page i think mentioning this yeah. big issue article so right. i got in touch because obviously we know one another and yeah. um having talked to you about coming on the show um ian um said he would like to as well so uh that's mm. where today came from so yeah. going back to being a um a volunteer and teaching a mentor so 
when things are working normally um when, uh, on covid so to speak yeah. exactly what is it that you do i mean obviously you go to the prison so what what, what do you how how do you work with a mentor well the uh the, we introduce the mentors to the Shannon Trust's reading program. They uh, they have a, a system of uh, which basically five books called Turning Pages. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, I, I, first thing I did uh, when I was uh, sent the books was uh, read the first book, and uh, I have to say that they're, they're just brilliantly conceived. I mean, they they start from absolute basics, but they are aimed at adults. Uh, I think previous learning schemes really aimed at teaching children to, mm. to read so they're not really appropriate mm. for a, an adult and uh it's it, it just is very cleverly done and it's very much step by step and uh, once once they get into it you know they soon prisoners soon realize that despite maybe having gone all their lives you know 30 40 50 70 years uh, with not being able to read uh, that it's doable and once once they get the notion that it's doable, then you know, in many cases, there's no stopping them. <laughs> I was saying to Ian earlier. Um, Ian said that he's quite a reader. I am a really big reader. I said at the time, yeah, me too. there is never a day goes past when I don't read a book of some description. And I like real yeah, books. I like proper books. None of this yeah. onliney stuff. Um, although no. obviously at the moment, when the libraries were closed, had to make um, changes. But it, it's. It's almost inconceivable, isn't it, that so many people can barely read or can't read at all. It's, it's you take it so yeah. much for granted, don't you? Absolutely, and uh, I mean it's a staggering number in prisons. Yes, it's, uh, it's around fifty percent, forty-nine, fifty percent of prisoners either can't read at all or have very poor mm. uh, reading, mm. sort of below uh, primary school level reading, and uh, and it affects everything, you know. Uh, one of the difficulties, I don't know if Ian touched on this, um, is that uh, people become very skillful uh, at avoiding uh, giving away that they can't yes. read. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is one of the reasons, somebody said to me recently, uh, when they, a friend who uh, was sending me an email and uh, asked about the Shannon Trust, uh, said, that I can't understand why the prisons don't do this themselves. And I said, well, they do, they do. They have educational programs. But, of course, if you join a, a normal class you have to admit you can't read. Mm, and mm. for many people, that's something they've avoided admitting all sure. their lives. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, one of the common um, ways of detecting that people uh, who might be reluctant to come forward can't read is when they uh, order the same meal. That, yes, they, Ian said yes. <laughs> chicken and chips, and they order that every day of their lives <laughs> because they, they don't want to admit that uh, they can't read the rest of it. Absolutely. And, um, and, and it is... It's, whether in prison or out, that that is something that is such a basic thing, isn't it? Being able to yeah. just pick what you want to eat or what you want to drink or or, or whatever yeah. from a menu, as I know you've been doing this morning <laughs> because you said <laughs> you were going out for um, a, a early brunch or late breakfast or whatever. Yeah. But um, there are so many things that we take for granted um, that you know that we we wouldn't even think you know, my goodness how dreadful not to be able to read yeah. a menu or not to be able to 
in, 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 certainly in the case of, of Shannon Trust participants, not to be able to stay in touch with family and friends who, yeah. who are outside, so to speak. That's a huge thing. Yes. And yeah. uh, something that came up in the training that never occurred to me is that it makes uh, non-readers become very vulnerable or can become very vulnerable in uh, prison mm. because uh, if they get a letter from home or they've got some form they have to fill, fill in, and they can't do it. They have to ask somebody else. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and that means asking another inmate and being in their debt. Yes, so That's quite yes. a dangerous, mm. potentially dangerous mm. thing in a prison, yeah. to be in another prisoner's debt. They might ask you to smuggle drugs or uh, or uh, help them uh, take revenge against some other sure. prisoner yeah. or, yeah. you know, whatever it might be. Uh, it puts them in a vulnerable situation. And uh, that really hadn't struck me uh, before, but... Um, it has all manner of implications Absolutely, for life in prison. Absolutely, yeah. And even if it doesn't do that, they are admitting something that perhaps they, you know, that they don't want everybody They're else to know. Weakness, yes, yeah. absolutely. Um, so, uh, yes, it's, it is a very, very important um, feature, fac- uh, something that um, that you're passing on, people like you are passing on. Now, have you got, oh, excuse me, have you got any idea when you might actually be stepping into Lincoln Prison again? Um. <laughs> I haven't got a timeline for it, uh, but uh, they're, they're currently at st- stage three of their sort of programme of uh, COVID recovery, mm. and, and, mm. and it won't be until they get to stage two that we'll have any chance of, uh, of going in. Um, but I'm hoping that will be any time soon. And, uh, you know, the sooner we can get in, the, the better I'd like it, because I... Having done all the training and sort of kept uh, kept in touch with the the trust all through COVID, uh, I, I'm eager to sort of put it into practice. Indeed, now. yes, yes, and um, as as, as <coughs> amazing as wonderful as all these virtual this and virtual that and and whatever are, yeah. there is nothing in in a lot of cases, and this must be um, a particular case. There is nothing quite like the face to face, is there? No, absolutely. It must make a and big the, the great thing about the Shannon Trust is because we we teach the mentors and the mentors teach the uh, the other prisoners. It's it's not a they don't have to. It's not in public. It's private. Mm. They, they, mm. uh, you know, they've given a safe place to do it. Uh, it's confidential. They can just uh, learn to read in the presence of one other prisoner. And uh, well, it's 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 very effective. And uh, one of the things that really uh, uh, drew me into the uh, becoming involved was that on the Shannon Trust website, uh, uh, it's just uh, uk or just Google Shannon Trust, there's, there are certain, uh, there are a few sort of testimonies and interviews with prisoners who've uh, uh, learned to read mm. through uh, mm. through this. And there's a very moving account, um, there's a, a traveller, because we've got many travellers in uh, Newark. Indeed. There's a traveller, an Irish traveller uh, called Michael, and uh, he's he's been he'd been interviewed at three different stages of his Shannon Trust sort of progress, and uh, he was in his forties. He'd never been able to read at all. I mean, some reader, some people can uh, read a little; they mm. can read an mm. exit sign, mm. say, mm. or uh, um, no smoking or something like that. Yeah. They could recognise a few things, but uh, he really had no reading skills at all, and uh, he was just beginning. Um, I think he was a few weeks into his first Shannon Trust uh, sessions and uh, was was thrilled that he was starting to mm-hmm. read, mm-hmm. Uh, something he never thought he'd be able to do. And then there's another... They're, they're only about a minute long, but you get a glimpse of where he is. 
and then the next one he's a few weeks further on and uh, and then the third one he's uh, he's he's read a whole book for the first time <laughs> in his life and uh and it's it's very moving and Indeed, uh, yes. it, it's changed his life absolutely and, as well as making uh, prisoners more vulnerable, uh, the other possibility is it, it, it can make them more aggressive because they don't want to show weakness. No, and, no. And uh, rather than have anybody question whether they can read or not, you know, they uh, or, or and, and it can cause a lot of frustrations as well as you can imagine. So uh, it's possible that they'll be they're much calmer, happier people yeah, once they've yeah. learned to read because they're not so frustrated at every turn in what they want to do. um, Graham, I'm going to let you get back to your um, breakfast brunchy thing in in a couple of minutes, but before I do um, I I know you haven't been as involved in the face-to-face bits as you would have liked yet, but hopefully Mm. we'll be soon but if somebody out there was thinking about um, stepping forward as a volunteer, what would you say to them? Well, I'd say uh, go for it and, and certainly have a look at the website and get to know a bit more about the Trust uh, first. And, and like me, they could uh, sign up to their newsletter with a, no commitment. I mean, you don't, it doesn't cost anything. It's very, there's no time commitment. You just get a monthly drop and you can see what uh, the Trust is doing and what progress they're making and keep tabs on them and uh, see if it, you think you're a fit for it, you know. Fantastic, because I, I know that um, one of the one of the things that well Ian mentioned as well, um, more volunteers are needed all the time, and yeah. um, as I say, as things get back to normal, hopefully or uh, some kind of normal, um, there will be the opportunity to do the face to face volunteer um, training of these mentors, yeah. and. Um, I think it's not just them that benefit, is it? Even now. Sorry, second. I think there's a vacancy in North Links for right. a, a Shannon Trust volunteer at the moment. Well, so. there you go. We will um, we will have to um, spread the word locally. But but um, as I say, it's it's not just the mentors and the learners that that are benefiting from this. The volunteers are getting a lot out of it, aren't they? People yes, like yourself. Yes, yeah, well, it's nice to feel you're doing something useful. Yeah, because uh, mm. uh, uh, as a journalist, once you stop being a journalist, it's not uh, it's not that many <laughs> things you can turn your hand to. Really, Indeed. I mean, any, I can I can do anything pretty much with words, but I, I've never built anything more ambitious than a sentence. I can't construct anything <laughs> more than a sentence. Uh, so you know, practical skills just aren't there. But this is something that you feel you can do that might be useful and. Uh, and it does help the mentors as well as the volunteers because Indeed, they get a yes, sense of absolutely. pride and uh, yes. achievement. Yeah. G- giving the key to reading to somebody. I mean, what a greater gift could you give anybody, really? I, I, I would find it difficult to think of one, to be honest. As I say, I am a, 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 an avid reader. And yeah. um, to know that you were passing on something so amazing, you know, even if even if yeah. it's only fairly simple reading, just to be able to read um, a, a, a piece in a newspaper or a letter or whatever. Um, or to be able to write, write back to your indeed, children when they write to you in yes, I mean, absolutely, absolutely. Graham, it's been great talking to you. As I say, I'm going to get you let get back to your um, late breakfast, early brunch, um, and um, we will hopefully um, catch up again in the not too distant future. I have already mentioned we've mentioned the website a couple of times. I will make sure that it's um, shared on our various different social media pages, and hopefully, some people will step up. 
your weekend. Take care. And you, June, many thanks. Bye now. You're welcome. Bye-bye. That was Graham Keel, and um, we were talking, as you know, about the Shannon Trust. Don't forget, if you go to girlsaroundtownonline.com, you will find an article on there, and you will, it's at the top of the page, top of the homepage, and you will find the link directly to that Shannon Trust uh, website. <laughs> 